Welcome to the Jamodi Podcast, where we interview coaches and leaders to find out not just what they do, but how they do what they do. Becoming the best version of ourselves is Jamodi, just a matter of doing it. What daily habits set you up for success? Well, I think that that uh, that's different, I'm sure, for everyone. But uh, I think there's things every day you have to do that uh, you have to have passion for what you're doing. Every morning when you get up, you got to be excited about getting up. You got to you got to have a daily plan, and uh, you got to be organized. Um, you got to understand that uh, to be able to adapt uh, when things change, you know, throughout the day or uh, whatever in regards to that. If it's practice, or, you know, if you have a kid that might have an ankle injury or something like that, you have to uh, again uh, kind of modify things. But uh, you know, as you go through the, your day. The things that you that you want to have people think about you to help you be successful is that you know you have to have a work ethic and you have to have integrity and you have to uh, one of the things that as I've gotten older and I think I've gotten better at it I probably wasn't very good at it when I coached you because I was still still growing uh, as a coach but uh, uh, I try to do a better job of lifting people up hmm. and I think that that's uh, that that stems from some of my my faith and. Uh, what I believe one of our one of our roles is is to uh, is to try to try to uh, lift people up when when they may not be looking for it or uh, and uh, and they need it. Uh, just thinking back to how you were able to connect with us as players in such a, a strong way, um, I, I don't think I've ever I've, I mean mean this. All the coaches I've had or been around, uh, uh, seen someone connect individually with each player and have a relationship with them as strong as you. And, and so what were some of those things that, um, that allowed you to, especially having such different players like you had, you know, from me to Bracey to Darren, to some of those guys, like, how did you connect with all, what were some of the things that you looked for or some strategies that you had? Well, a lot of it is, uh, I think you just have to have the ability to, uh, develop relationships and you have to and how you do that is is you have uh, the person that you're trying to have a relationship with you they have to know that you're that you're vested mm. they have to know that uh that you have concern for them and not uh i mean for me as a coach it it was not just concern uh for them as a player uh it was concern for them as a student it was concern for them as a growing to be a young man or, or a father or you know or a husband and uh, and so I, I tried to make sure that they do that. Uh, I would do anything in the world for them uh, that I could uh, to help them be a success uh, and not just on the court. Mm. And so I think once uh, kids know that that you've uh, uh, that you're that there's a commitment there and that you're not just interested in their playing time and, you know, trying to get them on the court. And so that they, you know, hey, if they score a lot of points, are they the only guy you care about? You know, and so. Uh, I think that was that was always. I don't know. I, had, I seem to have a, uh, the ability to try to, uh, to to be able to reach players from uh, from different socioeconomic environments. Yeah. You know, whether it was an urban setting. I, you know, I've coached and I've coached uh, kids that were lower socioeconomically, and then I've, I've coached kids that were upper middle class. You know, and, and uh, if you care about kids and they understand that you love them, uh, then they're going to give you what they have regardless of, of uh, uh, what, you know, what their 
economic background is, you know, that kind of thing or environmental stuff. I think one thing's really special about you is not just the how you treat players and the relationship you have with them in the time that they're there with you, but also after they graduate. Uh, because I think a lot of coaches would, if, if their pl former player was to call them, they would answer the phone and be available. But one thing that you've done, especially with me over the years, is you initiate a lot of conversation, either through a text, encouraging text, you call and leave a voicemail just out of the blue. And, and I just, that, every time it blows me away because of all the players that you've had and all the people that you've been in contact. And I know I'm not the only one that you do that with. The fact that you take the time to reach out to people that, you know, like you said, it, I can't score for you anymore. Like it's just not, it's not happening, right? So, mm -hmm. but you still care. Um, and that, that's really impressive. Well, well, that's that's very kind of you to say, and uh, but I, I do want to tell you that you are the most important player in the, in my life, and uh, and I never talk to any of them uh, to the amount that I talk to you or talk to them uh, with such respect. So did you hear that, please, Darren Williams, take uh, that to, Gracie Wright, Jason Hammock? <laughs> yeah, take that I, to heart. Take I, that to heart. I, yeah, Steve Houston, <laughs> all you guys. I am the most spent. No, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like uh, uh, the people that I've had, you know, great relationships with as players and, and some I have better and some that I don't, you know, and, and some have reached out to me and uh, I've tried to make an effort to make sure that I've maintained that. I, I had mm -hmm. uh, a young man, I say a young man, he, he called me uh, the other day to tell me that his son was playing in a lacrosse tournament down in Houston uh, in a few weeks and he would love to get together. Huh. And Matt, I coached him in 1982-83 uh, as a freshman. I mean, as a sophomore, uh, in Plano, matter of fact. Yeah. And uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have some, I have some kids that played for me in Plano that that are literally. Uh, I was just, uh, I guess, six years older than them when I coached them. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I, I love the fact that I have relationships that are from former players like that, and uh, like in any uh, relationship. Uh, and I've tried to tell lots of people this: there's always somebody that works harder at it than the other one. Mm. And if you want to maintain that relationship, you have to be willing to reach out and not uh, either not get a text back or not get a text back really quick or a phone call, a return call. Sometimes, you know, I call people and, and uh, it's hard to believe that they don't want to talk to me. I'm a little stunned when it happens. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's people that don't actually return my call, I'm sure, <laughs> or text. But uh, I just want people, uh, some of my players and former coaches, I mean, I love the guys that I coached with, uh, I mean, I love them like they're my family. And so yeah. uh, I still try to reach out to those kids and make sure they know that I'll, I'll do anything for them, but give them a loan. That's it, you know? <laughs> Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.